Dennis and Jamar podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Shem 104.5 Horoscopes. Aries. This is an interesting time for you to reflect on your life. Stay away from social media and keep quiet if you want to make the most of this time. Taurus. Don't let your anxiety get the best of you today. You possess the skills to take over a room and speak with ease. In addition to boosting your confidence, this will also help you improve your communication skills. Gemini. Being stuck indoors is making you go a little stir crazy. No one can blame you. Today, you're going to find some creative ways to keep busy while you're being cooped up. Cancer. Seeing something hitting from you is a gut feeling, so follow it. Communicate with those closest to you so that everything can be resolved. Leo. In spite of the fact that you're doing well at work, you're eager to learn more and maybe grow with your company. Today, find the confidence to seek guidance and assistance from others. Virgo. You've had a lot of time to reflect on where you are in life. Are you happy with it? Do you want more? What can you do to change it? Take today to make plans to better your life so you're happy with it. Libra. Despite distractions today, you need to prioritize chores. So do that right now so you can enjoy your time later. Scorpio. Your mood may be lifted today, Scorpio. Try not to let others take this feeling from you today, even if you are floating on clouds. Sagittarius. You've been looking to gain physical wealth, but take a look at the wealth you already have in your life. It may not be what you think, but you're going to realize that what you have has no price tag and it's so much better. Capricorn. There's a longing for closeness and romance with your loved one. Get that spark back by taking this time to reconnect. Aquarius. You've been off Aquarius, but you're going to feel a lot better once you get back the emotional confidence you've been lacking for some time. And you'll also feel more connected to those around you. Pisces. Today, try and see more options and possibilities. This mindset, however, can distract you from the tasks that you have to do. So try and stay focused on what needs to get done. And those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. If you want to see them again, head on over to chum1045.com and click on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Wake up, wake up, when you wake up in the morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. In the morning. Chum 104.5. What are the flavors of the glass that you guys wear right now? You get like bubble gum or something, a cherry? Cherry, bubble gum, orange. <laughs> like yeah, when I was a child. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, no, uh, no I don't know who they're marketing this one to, uh, but the, the Applebee's chain in the United States is releasing a series of lip glosses that taste like their wing sauces. Ugh. Um, get me hot buffalo. <laughs> Sweet chai. Uh, is it chili or child? Chili? Yeah, it's chili, chili. chili. Sweet chili kiss. Uh, be my honey pepper. And the honey barbecue tea. Each retailing for 18 bucks US a piece. If you can't decide on uh, a single one. You could buy all four of them for $65. So you could taste like chicken wing sauces. Oh, yeah. Come over here, honey. Right? <laughs> That's just what I want to kiss at Come the end on. of the day. Come on. Uh, I, I, uh, I, I appreciate all the collaborations that have been done since. What is going on with I don't bubbles? know. Like, they, they had Chipotle. They did this beautiful makeup kind of pack of really bright, fun color. That one was cool, That though. was cool. Yes. Yeah. But this is like, I mean, I don't mind if the color... It looks like chili or chicken wings, but I don't want it to taste like it. Or smell like it. smell like it. Boy, if that goes bad, that goes really bad. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I just don't think it's not it's not that's why that's why everybody in the in the makeup world they've never used those types of sauces. That's why they use watermelon and citrus and that exactly. sort of thing. Exactly, fruity things are next. Yeah, yeah, but that's just I don't know. Girl. Like the, the the experimentation they were doing to make these yeah. uh, these flavors. Yeah. Or 
sense, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, can you imagine someone making your makeup and using garlic oil? No. Like and honey, they had to. I mean, they have to use that. They're, right. they're, they're using garlic oil. They're using like honey, a little salt. If you don't like it, you can turn it into a dipping sauce. <laughs> I hope not. Nobody'll know the I difference. Really hope not. On that note, because people are trying to come up with new ideas all the time, and I get it because sometimes they stick more than lip gloss does. But now women are taking food coloring. Yeah. And they're staining their lips with food coloring. What do you think of that, Azalea? You know, I'm kind of intrigued by this one. Okay. Because remember I was telling you about the lip liner hack? So people are using the eyebrow temporary color, using it as a lip liner, and it'll stay temporary on on your mouth. Right. So with the food coloring... I think that might be able to work. Is it dangerous, though? That's what people are trying to figure out. Oh, okay. Is it dangerous? I, I, is it a TikTok trend? I would yeah. think it's not toxic because, I mean, if it's food coloring, you're already, I mean, it's already, you're capable of ingesting it to eat it, right? So if yeah. it's oh, yeah. it might not be terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. Oh, oh no. But they, they say, like, there's there's kits now mm-hmm. that you get plain colored, like, gloss. Yes. And that you put some food coloring in it. But it is not the food color we put in cookies for Christmas or anything like that. It's, it's one that's made for that type of thing. I don't right. know. Right. So they are saying, I mean, yeah. food coloring is safe to eat, of course. Uh, uh-huh. Yes. But they're saying it doesn't necessarily mean it's safe to put on your skin. Just, uh, that's it. That's okay. it. You could react to it in certain that's ways. It. But, yeah. I mean, it just, like, it's a lip sting. Yeah. Okay. Well, it looks cool. Definitely we'll don't see. take my advice. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know. Let me know. Yesterday, we lost an absolute icon. Olivia Newton-John passed away at the age of 73. She's been battling breast cancer for the past 30 years. And as her husband said, she's been a symbol of triumphs and hope over those 30 years as well. She's best known for her role as Sandy in Greece, starring alongside John Travolta. And he posted it on Instagram yesterday as soon as the news was released, writing, my dearest Olivia, you made all of our lives so much better. Your impact was incredible. I love you so much. We will see you down the road and we will all be together again. Yours from the first moment I saw you and forever. You're Danny, you're John. Viola Davis posted saying that she she was her childhood, her talent, poise, and beauty, and thanked her for creating eternal memories. We heard from Cindy Lauper, Rod Stewart, Gabrielle Union, Mario Lopez, and so many more posted memories and words of condolences on social media. I'm sure we are going to be hearing a lot more today as well. Rest in peace to Olivia Newton-John. Nicki Minaj is also making headlines. She is joining Missy Elliott as the only female rappers in history to receive the MTV Vanguard Award at the VMAs. And Beyonce, Rihanna, and Janet Jackson as the only black women. So congratulations to us. Yesterday, we touched on the breakup between Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson. And fans have been calling on Kanye West to make his return to social media so that we can hear what's on his mind. Not that, you know, we really want to know, but you asked and he answered. Kanye posted a fake, kind of out of touch, and frankly, pretty disturbing newspaper headline saying Skeet Davidson, which is his nickname for Pete, of course, dead at age 28. We know that Kanye has strong feelings towards Pete, but he's kind of taking mocking to another level. So, like, this is his reference to uh, that music video, Easy, that he released that made headlines everywhere. You know, that video. But Kanye took the Instagram post down after Kim reportedly demanded that he do so. Get up, get up, get up. Get up now. 
and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. There's a woman. Uh, her name is Diana Armstrong. Mm-hmm. Um, she's from Minnesota. And she just uh, completed a Guinness World Record. The record is she's got the longest nails ever. How long? How long are these nails, Jamar? Well, um, you could count her nails in years. How about that? That's amazing. 25 years of nails. Oh. She hasn't cut her, near, near her nails in 25 years. After the death of her daughter, mm-hmm. who she said um, lovingly used to do her nails for her, she said, that's it. I'm not cutting my nails anymore. Her nails are now 25 years long. Yeah. Um, if you want the, the actual size of the nails. The length of that. 42 feet. Which is the size of a? A school bus, pretty much. Like a, yeah. like a, like a yellow school bus that, you know, your kid is going to school in. So, I have so many questions. Where does she sleep? That's my first question. What happened when you go to the bathroom? Um, I was asking. She might have like a little anything. scratch pad or like something she can rub. A scratch pad? I don't know. I'm trying to figure. <laughs> I mean, hands are out of the question at this point, right? Yeah, there's a picture of her like standing there and it looks like that the, the nails are supporting her. You know, like they're, they're, they're supporting her. Just uh, anyway. She might just have a litter box, Marilyn. Maybe. Yeah. But how do you eat? How do you go out? How do you drive? How do you go anywhere? I understand she is mourning the loss of her daughter. That's very sad. Yeah. But I would think that there's some other ways to... Uh, honor? Honor. Yeah. Uh, well, there are many ways to do it, but she chose her way. But she's in the Guinness Book of World Records now, right? Lo- oh, I'm looking at the, the Yeah, I know. It's, not, I know. it's pretty... Uh, it's gross. Cringy. It's gross. Because nails don't grow straight, ladies and gentlemen. Right. They curl. They yeah. sure do. Yeah. So, do you think now that she's made it into the world record book, she's going to call it a day? Um, I mean, uh, why stop there, right? Just keep it going. See how far. Um, what's, but, the, what's the advantage? I don't know how they don't break. My nails break very often. Just like right there. Yeah, so maybe she's got a lot of little things in there too. I don't know. I'm wondering with this Guinness book is that there was a guy a long time ago who had this um, honor. uh, And they were curly and everything like that. But there there was no break in them. So maybe she's extra strong. Right on, right on. <laughs> but listen, let, let, let's face it. You don't have to go, you know, if you don't want to. You don't have to get off the couch. Right. To reach for a couple of things. Right. You know? No, I know. I know. I know. And when it's time to get her nail polish done, she calls like a graffiti artist. Five. You might be able to relate to this. Um, you know when you go to a restaurant and they hand you the machine and the machine starts at like 20% for the tips? Starts it'll at say, 20%. It'll say 20%, 25%, 30%, and that sounds great. It used to, once upon a time, it started at 15%. Remember that? Right. It'd be 15, 18, 20. 15, 18, 20, yep. Out of guilt, you'll hit 20%. Um, the term... What they're talking about now on um, TikTok is called guilt tipping. And, uh, you know, when you when you get takeout, coffee, things that aren't really like service type of uh, items. Yes. If you tip anyway, a lot of people say that they guilt tip because they just feel guilty for not leaving a tip when they actually feel like the person didn't deserve a tip because they weren't served the same way as like a server will, will serve you. Right. It's a little awkward. Because mm-hmm. the, the, there's also a button that says no tip. <laughs> Nobody wants to be the person that hits the no tip button. What do you do? 
Well, you know, during during uh, the actual lockdown, I remember going to pick up food, and I saw how hard they were working in the kitchen. So we would tip them. Yeah. Did it start at 18%? I don't even remember. So long ago. Yeah. Uh, so I would tip them. If I'm getting in my car, paying the gas, and picking it up, yeah. I'm not tipping. Yep. I'm not. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Um, but they, they're they now saying on TikTok that this tip that they're asking for, some for these things that you don't necessarily get a server yeah. for, yes. it's like you go up to a counter or at, yeah. at, a, at a restaurant and you get a takeout burger and they still ask for a tip, they're calling that guilt tipping. They're trying to guilt you into giving a tip. Um, I tend to agree with that. And the reason that that will happen, just like you said, because yeah. of lockdown, because yeah. uh, they said that they needed to get their workers a little more money. But the truth really is they should just be paying these people a little more. Mm -hmm. Right? They should just increase the wage a little bit. But, you know. Here's my fear. Okay. If I don't tip. Right. Yep. Go and ahead. And I don't have my hamburger yet. Uh -huh. Something wary could happen. I know. So I think about that all the time. Do you? So I, I, when they give you the percentage, there's three options that they give you sometimes with percentage and uh, actual ca cash. You know, you could do percentage and cash. Mm -hmm. Like you can go money or percentage. Mm -hmm. I will give them five, like three or five bucks. I won't, you know, or, or no, I won't. I give them three bucks mm -hmm. because I want to want my hamburger to be in good shape. So I have to say, I do tip a little bit. I don't want any rumors about me. I don't want, I don't want the, guess who just walked in here today? Yeah. Jamar from Chum. Yeah. Guess what he tipped? Nothing. So you can't. You can't. I can't walk that back. Like that gonna, just I, reverberates. That's right. But you can't give eighteen percent for. I, I can't. I do guilt it. tip. I guilt tip. But how much do you guilt tip? Eighteen percent. Sometimes the twenty. I'll just Is, hit it. Oh. Yeah, they got me. I'm the sucker. Oh, see, I think when they give you the percentage option and then the money option, mm -hmm. then you can get away from the percentage, and then you can make it maybe a. A, a, a less per like give them something. Sure, you guys are gonna all hate me now. Uh, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, that's all I'm gonna give you. Yeah, that's all you get. But here the fuck he's not saying anything. Do you, do you, do you guilt tip? No. You don't guilt tip. No. You're I just not like a regular tip. Listen, I can't go a block. <laughs> I can't go half a block with someone. So, oh my gosh, are you Azalea from blah blah blah? Everyone knows who you are, girl. Are you sure you want to keep doing that? I'm not. Well, if I'm going somewhere for, say, I go to Domino's to get a pizza. Yeah. And I ordered it, and I'm showing up there. I'm picking it up. Yeah. I'm not going to tip on that. Wow. But if they're delivering it to me, uh -huh. I'm going to tip on that. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's exactly right. Let's see. <laughs> I don't hey. worry about. I don't worry. Like I, I worry about what people think. It's you tip for the service. You, yeah, but I also know that. Um, then I have to I have to worry about my own bank account. Yeah. Right. I tip for my image. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go broke. Well, everybody's going to see you coming. <laughs> I, right. Trust me. Give them 25, 30, and 35% on the My machine thing. is going to be so messed <laughs> up, right? But imagine shaming people for tipping, but not shaming the companies for underpaying their, yeah, their I staff. Mean, I, I feel for everyone who's working really hard, but we are too, and we all have to save money and you know, look at the interest rates. And I think a little bit is something, but the the starting point at so high of a percentage, Jamar, yeah. not for that. Mm -hmm. mm -mm. Gotcha. All right, something to think about. Uh, it's called guilt tipping. Meryl, Dennis, and Jamar. And I wake up. The Chum Morning Show. Divorces are pretty expensive. That's why one woman out of the UK has decided to crowdsource her 
funding for her divorce, she went to GoFundMe yeah. and said, hey guys, could you help me out with the 18 grand that my divorce costs? Yeah, I mean, legal stuff. You talk you talk to a lawyer, you don't know how much they're charging, even if you have a, one question. So that it all adds up, doesn't it? It all adds up. Every time you call the lawyer, yeah. there's a charge. That's right. So, yeah, she's so far raised about $750. Not doing great, but no. she's trying. Uh, so you can check her out. Her name is Genevieve Pepper, if anybody's got a little extra cash. She's sure. Kent, and she would like you to help her pay for her her divorce by going on GoFundMe. She was nervous about asking about this, but then she said, what the heck? And uh, clearly she wants out of that divorce as, as fast as possible. All the paperwork that uh, is associated with it. So, you know, I've heard some very interesting GoFundMe. I mean, like, if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah, if you don't try, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at some of the stupidest GoFundMe pages right now. Sure. I'd like to hear a couple of them. Um, a woman would like to have a tattoo erased from her forehead. It's a tattoo that literally says 420. This is like the... Um, the, the marijuana reference, if you will, mm -hmm. for 20 time, and she has it on her forehead. She needs, uh, she's aiming for $800, but she raised over $1,000 in just a couple days. How about uh, that? That's amazing. So people are helping her out. Yeah. Uh, let me see. I think Aaron Carter at one point had a, a GoFundMe. Uh, Aaron Carter was trying to click here to support Aaron Carter on top. Okay, I guess they wanted Aaron Carter to go on the, on the top of a roof for yeah. for charity. Oh, they okay. Aaron Carter. Aaron Carter. <laughs> sure, I'll go on. That's the brother of Nick Carter. Nick Carter. Yeah, yeah. Boys, for people who some. don't. Yeah, he does have issues. He, he got issues. Okay. Um, <laughs> there's a guy on GoFundMe who is looking for a booty call. He's oh out of Atlanta, Maryland. Uh-huh. Um, he needs a $325 ticket to Miami. And his future depends on this plane ticket. If you could help him save his relationship, which at this point is just a booty call. <laughs> He's looking to raise 325 bucks. Hey, it's gold. How about Not that? Bad. That's good. <laughs> you know, it wasn't a lot of money, but what the heck? If you don't ask, you don't get. Uh-huh. Um, the state of Alabama. The actual state of Alabama, their government has a GoFundMe page where uh, you could donate money to help pay Alabama state taxes, whether you live there or not. <laughs> if you just want to pay taxes in Alabama, there's a GoFundMe for that. Wow. So, you know, crowdsourcing is the way of the world, you yeah. know? A lot yeah. of people try to just get a lot of people in on whatever they're trying to do. On. Is the GoFundMe, do you get a receipt? And when you do get a receipt, is that a tax write-off? Uh, is it a tax write-up? It is a is it a donation? I don't know. I don't know. Like for something like this divorce, is it really a for a charity? Yeah, but we're but that is a charity. They're asking for money to help. So I'm wondering, does that fall under? If you're an accountant, can you give us a little tax to let us know at one zero four five three six? I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Good question, though. You know? There is a person on GoFundMe. If you want to donate to the sick, um, there's uh -huh. a person who wants. $6,969 of hospital bills. That's their goal. Yeah. Because they are sick of the year 2022. <laughs> and they're trying to get a GoFundMe oh. to get them. Me too. Better of that. Yeah. Okay. Do it. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know. Let me know. Let me. By now, I am.
am sure that you've heard that this weekend in Toronto is one for the history books, but not in the best way. It's when it comes to chaotic and just completely disorganized music festivals. At Downstreet Park this weekend, the largest outdoor dancehall music fest was happening. Kingston Music Festival is what it's called. It had thousands of people come out. But if you weren't there, but you are on social media, you probably saw the videos that showed just absolute mayhem. They're not the only one, though. Culture Land, which was being held at Markham Fairgrounds, just had a series of unfortunate events happen. On Saturday, they were supposed to start at 12. They changed the time to 2, then to 4. And then they still hadn't done sound check at that time. People were outside lined up for entry for hours before get being let in. And if you remember... Saturday was pretty hot outside. It felt like about 40 degrees. I'm seeing good things, though, about the Burna Boy performance that happened that night, who is an Afrobeats artist, if you're not sure who that is. But that's the only good thing, because day two of the festival was even worse. So they changed the venue in the middle of the day from Markham to Ajax, and then none of the performers showed up, not even the headliner, Janae Aiko. And the stage that they had for her was tiny, I'm hearing reports of. So she probably got reports of that as well and was like, you know what? I'm not going. Back to Kingston Fest, though. Apparently, their speakers and the microphones weren't working for the performers, and only people right in front of the stage could hear anything. So there's just a bunch of audio issues. It caused people to break down the wire fences, stampedes, and major reports of people fainting at the festival because they ran out of water. Now, I know I kind of rushed past that, people breaking down fences and stampedes, but this is thousands of people behind wired fences held up by maybe 10 security guards they broke down those fences it was terrifying to see and probably even more terrifying to be there similarly to culture land kingston fest told attendees that doors would open at 1 p.m and the show would begin at 3 but it really didn't start until about 7 p.m with the headliner finally coming out at 9 and then the headliner at Kingston Fest, um, Popcon, who, you know, he does a lot of songs with Drake. He even called out the festival at the festival and was saying, you know, he was on stage demanding that the festival give people back their money, their hard-earned money at that. So it was just a hot mess. And then later, Popcon also took to Instagram saying the same thing. So I don't know who runs Kingston Fest. I'm not going to shout them out right now, but... I know that if they are doing another event, it's going to be hard to get around this. So they actually announced yesterday in a very lengthy post on their Instagram page that they will not be issuing refunds, but instead saying that their next event, whoever's going to that, they're going to do that indoors at an arena and offer a 50% promo code. I'm not sure anyone's going to be attending that. Like, I think if I ever see the name of that festival again, I just wouldn't go because I already know what would happen. So it's not looking too good over there. But if you are interested in reading more, just look up either festival on Twitter and just read through the first person reviews. It's insanity. And, you know, everyone knows that I am an advocate for the Caribbean community. It was Jamaica's 60th anniversary. A lot of these a lot of these festivals were celebrating that. And I, you know, I definitely don't want to shed a bad light on the culture, the Caribbean, but I mean this these events, everyone's talking about it. So we gotta talk about it too. Wake up, wake up.
Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. In the morning. Chum 104.5. There's a little bit of controversy with those self-checkout uh, kiosks or uh, what do you call them? Those counters or points yeah. of sale? At, yeah, yeah, scanners. The scanners? Yeah. 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 Self-checkout is becoming a, a very big trend in businesses because, you know, they could save a little money by not having as much manpower right. to uh, work at the store. But for us, the consumer, the problem is that there is a, a trend of theft and it's not necessarily theft and a lawyer out of New York has broken it down to a couple different groups they say the first group of the theft is those who uh, steal with intent to steal like yeah. they meant to steal something right. when they went to the premeditated premeditated yeah. I'm going to steal something mm-hmm. but there's another category that they're saying is theft by mistake these are people that genuinely forgot to scan an item and it's you know human error it can happen it probably happens more than you think you know you go to the self-checkout you're scanning 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 and something's still in the cart mm-hmm. or there's something stuck to another thing or there's something under something else and you just don't scan it and um, that could be a potential danger because once they catch that on the camera it's a it's a judgment call did you mean to steal that or not you get what I'm saying yeah I do yeah the third group is truly innocent. They're saying that most of these people, um, most of these are not getting charged the day of, and they're getting charged maybe months later after inventory is coming up short, and it's a it's a computer error. And then they go back and they look at the camera and they go, you stole that. Oh. Because there's an error uh-huh. in, in how they're counting the items against who's scanning what. I got it. So... They're, this lawyer is saying you should probably just avoid the checkout counter, the self-checkout altogether if really? you don't want to be involved in this. Isn't that crazy? It's, I, I kind of like doing it, especially with smaller things like at the drugstore because it's in, out, and I'm done, right? Yeah. Uh, big grocery shops. Nah, I don't do that. Yeah. But if that, that it could be easily done. I have seen people, uh, maybe not scan something, but in the back next to me. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What would you What would you do? What did you I did, do? When I you, did nothing. I, I don't know. I it's thought a tough they call, must right? really need it, and that's not my. I'm not like. There's people behind. So where the bank of self check is behind, there is the regular cash, and there's two people working that, and they're busy working the line. I know it's the placement of where they put things. But when I was down in the states, um, there was a self checkout, and um, we had very little to check out, and uh, there are people, Jamar, like up on a. I want to say on a ladder. <laughs> like a platform <laughs> and it's like they're conductors of an orchestra yes and they are watching all the self-checkout people and i'm glad that we're talking about this because now i'm remembering and they would go <laughs> they didn't they had like i would say walkie-talkies larry uh, uh, number five number five yeah and the person would go up and say can i help you oh wow and they go, uh no i'm fine you know it was it was really interesting so there's like three people working with one conductor over the self-checkout i'm thinking wouldn't it just be easier just to be at the cash and just call it a day and that way you can control it. Well, yeah, then yeah. Then, then you have the person who's there to, yeah. to be able to say yeah. whether this was a legit person or not. Right. You know, then and it's not up for interpretation. And then at Target, as you can tell, I've done a lot of shopping over the last little while. At Target, there are cameras. Yes. Right, right in your face. Right in your face. I, I said to my sister, look, you're on camera. Wait. Yeah, but they're watching you, and they're also watching you scan. I'm thinking, what department are they in? Are they on the second floor that I don't see them? Are there a bunch of people with headsets on looking at, you know, look at these people on uh, TV? How many things are they buying? They didn't buy that, did they? A little judgmental. And then, you know, and then how many bags? How about this one? Do you tell the truth about how many bags? 
And do you take that? Oh, absolutely. Time? Yeah. Absolutely. There's, they even catch on that one, too, now. Yeah, one of my worst fears is being caught in one of those situations. Oh, my God. Oh, like yeah. Where it's their oh, word against mine. I'm like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be caught in that situation. Yes. So I, I say I use more bags than I even used. I used five bags oh for a thing about. Jamar yeah. loves to give away money. <laughs> <laughs> he really does. We learned so much about this. No scandals. Scandal free. Scandal free. So anyway, I, I, I wonder about that, but this guy's saying stay away from it if you don't want any complications. Yeah, that's what I'm he's like, saying. I don't know, I don't know. you guys. But I did see Sam okay. I saw yeah, I saw them take ice cream. Okay. Ah. They didn't scan the ice cream. And you didn't get involved. <laughs> I can't. It's not my thing. I thought well, they really must be it. Let us know what item you saw someone stealing at a self checkout recently. You could text us to one oh four five three six. How bold are Torontonians? <laughs> yeah, right? Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. The Chum Morning Show. Being a parent is a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. It's also a privilege. It's a it's a joyous thing. It's uh it's a it's one of the most sacred parts of life, I would say. Raising a young person. Yes. It's awesome. But it's not perfect. Oh no. <laughs> That's why I love the story I was reading. Because it's the part of parenthood that a lot of people or the parts rather that a lot of people don't talk about. It was a BuzzFeed article mm-hmm. and it asked people, um, why don't you tell us the things that you actually hate about parenthood? <laughs> I've been waiting for something like this to be written for so long because I was like, you know, people want to make it seem like, oh, it's the greatest thing that's ever happened to me, which it is on many levels. But yeah. there are also parts about it that kind of suck. Right. And I just, I find humor in the truth. <laughs> so, I'd like to begin. May I? Oh, Yo, you've made you 100% begin. I just want to let everyone know you've entered the truth zone. Okay. And speak your truth right now. You can text us 104-536. Tell us about the things about parenthood that you actually hated or hate. Con- continue to hate. I disliked heartily <laughs> having my weekends taken up by house league in scarborough for hockey oh really now i love my son yes and i support him in his sport sure if i and i went to every game i could sure i never not did not attend unless i was sick okay it was rare so whether they were at, i had to drop them off at six in the morning or whatever the night games almost killed me but anyway i dislike that so much the people were nice in the stands but i just I don't like hockey. <laughs> okay. And he loves hockey. He, he he loves it so much. He's got a podcast. He loves hockey. Took him to hockey games. I know. Well, I was a good mom. But I just, the, the, every weekend, it's like there's house league and then there's this league and then there's double it, whatever it is. And I thought, I just don't like this. So I finally said to my girlfriend, do you like this? Because <laughs> She goes, I absolutely hate it. Oh, she didn't like it either. No. So we tried to make it better. Like we'd go get coffee. We would, you know, and I really made some wonderful, I met some wonderful people. But it just, ah. I'm glad it's over. Uh, Well, I am. It was only for a time. It's a long time. (laughs) Ten years. I'm very. I'm sure he's very happy, but I'm happy that you stuck with it through. Absolutely. uh, Begrudgingly, if that's the word. Yeah, I mean, let's face it, guys. (laughs) You know, you know. Would you prefer a lawn chair and watching them try to play soccer? Well, I was going to ask. If he had played another, if he had played another sport, would you? He did. And you didn't like that either. He did. Uh, uh, Well, I was outside. It was good. Yeah. The weather, you know, seeing the kids. And it's a bit cold inside the rain. Right. Yeah, it, well, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. understand where I'm Yeah, I know from. what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So okay. how about you? Just Listen, right now. I'm only, th- I'm only three. I'm only three and a half years Okay. In, but I got to tell you, I sorely <laughs> did not enjoy potty training. 
I hated every yeah, minute of it. Yeah, it yeah. was so nasty. Right. I was just like, I mean, he's cute and he's fun and he's cool. Yeah. But man, he he'd blow the bathroom. I'd be like, bro, can you just go a couple less times? Yeah. But no, he's a human. He has bowel movements. Is, is he doing okay? Oh, he's is great now. He's great he's now. But I mean, the yeah. cleanups and the thing about him, you know, he never had the, uh, the shame of an accident. And when he'd have an accident, he'd look at me and just laugh because he knew that I didn't like it. And he laughed? Yeah, he'd go, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, you did it on purpose. And he'd know that deep down inside, I didn't want to help him change. Oh, see, Everly would hide behind a piece of furniture. Yeah? No, I'd say, no, don't worry about it. It's okay. He'd laugh. You see, now already you're in trouble. Yeah, I know. You are so prankster. So I'm okay. very glad that that is over. Yeah, so this is an open room, and we're talking, we're talking, everybody that really, go ahead, you can tell us, you're anonymous. <laughs> It's a, it's a share. Well, someone says that the part of a parenthood they can't stand is cooking with small children. Oh, cooking yeah. Cooking with small children sucks. They always want to help, and it's ten times more messy and ten times more uh, time-consuming when they help cooking. Ah, uh, at least they're helping. At least they're helping. I got rejected at every dinner. I did. <laughs> this is awful. So that's why. Yeah, I know. I, I, that's why. Why don't you cook? Would you cook for someone who always said, I don't like it? Yeah, exactly. Check it out. Every day when Marilyn Dennis and Jamal. In the morning. Chum 104.5. Yeah, in the movies and in the media, they make it seem like it's all cute and fun. But there are aspects of parenthood that many people quietly can't stand. Right. And everyone's different. For example, someone from Pickering says, um... Playing, playing pretend with a toddler, can't stand it. <laughs> they are so bossy, and it's true. It's like no. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be rubble, and you're gonna be uh, sky from PJ Masters. Oh, okay. Or, or whatever, or for, whatever, whatever, whatever. the, uh, the, the Paw pa pa Patrol. You knew it. <laughs> That's so funny. Because you want to know why? You go, you go, and I'll tell you my yeah. Paw Patrol story. No, Debacle. Well, I'm usually uh, what, what does he say? I am. Uh, what's the guy with the 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 police? Marshall, the fireman. Yeah, or the... Marshall. I don't know. One of them. Right. I know. I don't even know. Yeah. I don't even know anymore. Because okay, I, but you're him and, and, he's, and Kofi's the other one. Yeah, but the problem is if I don't play it right, he's like, no, he doesn't say that. Right. He doesn't do that. Okay. He doesn't walk like that. I'm okay. like, I don't know. Okay, so the reason why you don't know the character's name is because you were rejected from the game. Okay? <laughs> exactly. So I'm, a, I'm a, you know, my granddaughter adores her grandfather. Yeah. And Jim knows how to play. He takes pillows and makes them into hills or whatever. Oh, he's, he's really good, good at that stuff. He's good. So I his dad, you know, like she didn't come home uh, because he was at the hospital till later on. I said, okay, I'll play Paw Patrol. Okay, Nana. And I go over and play and I go, look, here's Sky in the helicopter. She grabs the helicopter from me and she puts it down the table and she goes, no, that's okay. <laughs> you didn't do it right. <laughs> Wait, you know, helicopter right? I guess not. And I just went, so she has never asked does me Sky, again. Does Sky fly the helicopter? She asked for a piece of cheese that was to send me away, and that was done. And that's it. I don't have the responsibility. So we were both ejected from the game. Oh, yeah. Well, I got rejected because I, 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 the guy I'm looking for is Chase. And I'm like, Chase! Apparently, Chase is on the case. Chase is on the case, but you. I wasn't on the case very well. Chase apparently, I didn't You said Chase is on the way. Wrong? Okay, I, I don't out. know what I was doing. I said, I'm I Chase. He goes, no, you're not. I'm like, yes, I am. I'm Chase. <laughs> <laughs> you're not doing it right. I'm like, what, I know. what does he do right? Because you said Chase is 
he's on his way and it's chasing it's on the, the case. case. I got yeah, it. Whatever, I know. I got it. Whatever it is. Oh my lord. Um, I'm so feeling that we should have a little a little community among people that were rejected from the Paw Patrol gang. <laughs> Maybe it uh, might be a, a large enough community. I uh, think so. How about parents who don't actually like bedtime stories? I got a couple texts. People saying, <laughs> "Read me a bedtime story." I would pretend I was asleep so I didn't have to read the bedtime story. Everybody's different. Some people. I kind of like the bedtime stories, but I do too. Do you skip a page or two just to get? And the, guess the, what? When I do, uh-uh. he's memorized the books now. Uh-huh. So he's like, "You skipped the page." I'm like, "I know. I skipped the page. I'm tired. I know. Got a show to do in the morning." Yeah. Uh, on the line, what's going on? Uh, tell us about the part of parenthood that you really didn't enjoy. <laughs> oh my goodness! Well, good morning to everybody. Good morning. I have to say, the ultimate dislike of parenting that I have just finished experiencing is teenage years, high school years, four years. So what grade are we at right now? Oh, we're both, they're both graduated, thankfully. My youngest graduated last year. like, amen, all a jula. I'm telling you, <laughs> uh, the best thing that ever happened. What was the hardest uh, part about the high school years? Social media is the devil. I am telling you. Oh, gosh, um, yes. <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that. You did. Oh, my. Tell us uh, about that. Things just spiral. They're out so quickly. Um, I, I have two beautiful girls. Girls are mean. <laughs> Uh, I don't know what happened. No, you're not wrong. There was a movie about it. Yeah, exactly. And we wear pink on Wednesdays, so don't worry about that. (laughs) Okay. But uh, it was tough. It was uh, a lot. Mental health is huge. Yeah. Um, School systems, hands are tied. Uh, As a parent, you know, there's so much security, and uh, it's not enough all at the same time. Right. It was just the four years aged me about 15, I will tell you. When have you... Thank goodness for cream. (laughs) I do have a good doctor if you need his name too so tell me something so we're how, how old are they now they are 18 and 19 okay. years old and are they going away to school sure. in the fall um they're staying local thankfully because yeah. okay. you know the price of things going up sure but sure they are yeah cool both uh going to school uh september one currently okay um very proud you know the pandemic uh, yes yes yeah no they, problem, it no didn't mean you had to like it though it didn't mean yeah, you had to like yeah. it. Yeah. And they made it oh, in and out of social media unscathed. They're good to go. Everything's fine. Uh, you know what? I won't say unscathed. There's a lot of learning experiences, but okay. we are very happy for the next chapter. Yeah. And I just want to say, hang on to the storytelling. Hang on to acting like a toddler. Okay. Those are the good times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, you know what? I, you know what? You're right. Somebody said to me, could you just, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Yeah. You and I have children that are three years old mm-hmm. and we want to freeze them at this time. I would love to just freeze yes, them now. Yes, they're so sweet. It wouldn't be fair to Thank you for your yeah. call. Thanks to... For, oh, thank you. oh my thank you gosh, and mean girls. Uh, that's great. Thank you. That's sanity for you. Hopefully, that you listen to us every day. <laughs> I tell you something. I'm going back to the you know the high school days too. Yeah. Adam was a piece of work, man. Was he? Oh yeah. 
Like, oh, yeah. in what aspect? Well, you know. Just I can give him some, some ish. The bad time? At, at the, uh, at well, the I mean, he was very involved in, you know, sports and everything like that, hockey specifically, but the partying. Oh, the partying. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. Once you get to yeah. high school. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that, touch, that part's tough. And uh, he came, opened the, the door. He loves this story. I'll just say it quickly. He opened up the door once. And he was late. Um, and I'm coming a home. parent coming home. And he was uh, inebriated. Sure. And I said, uh, so did you have a good time, Adam? <laughs> In a drunken stupor, <laughs> pretending. He goes, don't you mock me. And then he went through up. <laughs> and he had a double shift at Shopper's Drive Mart the next day. Oh, wow. And I made him go. You <laughs> yeah. got that right. Well, good for you. I did. Get, get up, get, get up. If you had trouble sleeping last night, text us at 104536. Still have time to do it. Text us what you ate for dinner. If you had trouble sleeping last night, text us what you ate for dinner. Because right now I'm looking at foods to avoid if you want a good night's sleep. Those foods are spicy foods, um, alcohol, mm. which is not a food, it's a drink, but whatever. No, but it interrupts your sleep, yep. Fried and fatty foods, mm-hmm. acidic foods. What would be? What would count as an acidic food? Oh, oh, well, sensitive stomached one. Yeah, um, I, you know, like tomato. Okay, a tomato's yeah, or acidic. Or like if you had a salad, orange, with a lot of oranges in it. Oranges acidic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yep. Um, carbonated and caffeinated drinks, like you know your diet coke or something like that. And you your know? coffees. This is a yeah big coffee deal. Yeah, and just overall large meals. Yeah. Large meals will. Uh, will mess up your sleep a bit. Yeah. You know, the alcohol part of it is, um, it interrupts your sleep, but the alcohol part of it is there's a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. It interrupts your sleep. Like If you have like a, if you've been pretty good during the day and then you do a sugar bomb at night, it will wake you up and it will not make you sleep well and it, it could disturb a lot of stuff. So that's why. So what did you have for dinner last night? Great question. I had uh, I had a pizza last night. And? We ordered, I, I didn't sleep the, I didn't actually didn't sleep the, the best last night. I didn't either because I had vegetarian lasagna vegetarian lasagna with all that tomato sauce in there I did and what I did you wait, was it tomato or was it uh, it was, cream based it was, it, was, it was tomato okay uh, good question though because cream based I would have uh, not come in today right but, um, but I will tell you I ate a little later than I should have that's the other thing they don't say in this I ate later than I should have which it was in my body saying that's a large meal for you to eat before you go to bed um actually it's everything right? actually that, that is part of what they're saying is that right large okay. meals before bed could also yeah. keep you up yeah um, if you are hungry before bed yeah. Um, they say you should try things like magnesium-rich snacks, um, chickpeas. They always say bananas have lots of magnesium. Uh, nuts, seeds, or dark chocolate. So magnesium it helps you go to sleep. Yeah. Do you remember a couple years ago we talked about, um, you know, that banana tea that was going viral for a oh, while? Oh, yeah. Was that from the... From the uh, I think it was on TikTok or something. Yeah, it was the uh, peels for the... Yep, banana. people were peeling uh, bananas, boiling the uh, the peels... To get the and, magnesium. To get the magnesium out and drinking it and saying that it was helping them get to sleep earlier. Yeah. Who did you have or, last night, Azalea? I also had pasta. We were all on our pasta thing, but yeah. I had sleep Alfredo. Okay? Um, I think I slept okay, yeah. Mm. Okay. I'll say so. But I was exhausted also. Yeah, right. That, that'll do it. Okay, that'll do it. Get, get, get up. Wake up, Toronto. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Come on. On Jum. Here are some questions that you can ask your baby. Uh, 
or your boo-boo, whatever you call them, to strengthen your relationship. Yeah, especially right? since we're coming out of lockdown. Yes. These are questions that they say you might want to ask one another as partners. Sure. This could become uncomfortable. That's why we're doing it right now, but... Think about these questions. I mean, good. These, good. these are things that people probably don't answer often. Right. I will tell you, as one who's been through various iterations of therapy, these questions may sound obvious, but in most relationships, people do not ask these questions. Yeah. And it just goes by the wayside, and you assume that we both know the answers, but you might not. So here they are. True. Seven questions to strengthen your relationship. Are you ready? Number one is, what do we like to do together for fun? It sounds obvious, but not many times do you sit down and actually look face to face and go, what do we do for fun? Together. We just do it. Yeah. We you have to talk about it. You got to do it together. Yeah. yeah. What do we like to do together for fun? Yeah. And boy, uh, I, if you think about before lockdown, you might have had a couple of things, but now it's gone on complete pause and now we're crawling out a little bit and you're going, oh yeah, that was fun. We should do that again. Yeah. 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 Uh, question number two, who takes out the garbage now? Jim. Yeah, I already know the answer. The answer is me. Okay. Okay. I'll uh, do it. I, I do it, but, you know, he's doing it. So I'm like, but if you would like, to, that's the question. Are you happy with doing that? Because I could do that too. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. I will tell you what I need assistance with sometimes is yes. garbage day. Actually taking the, the, the bins out, not really taking the stuff out of the house, but taking the bins out to the road. I forget that sometimes. Oh. A lot of times when you see me rushing out of here, hey guys, I got to go. Is the garbage? <laughs> I'm rushing over okay, to take sure. the bits out. Let me know what day, what day is it. Thursdays are there. Okay, I'll let you. Know. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Sure. Good reminder. Uh, go, <laughs> garbage man. Go. Yeah, that's all. Question number three. Yeah. What is the what is one thing we like about our sex life? What is one thing isn't we that, like about our sex isn't life? Isn't that nice? Isn't don't it, answer the question. It's not like a deficit. <laughs> I don't, don't want to know. Jim takes the garbage out. Okay, thank you. <laughs> okay. But, but the thing is, is that I like the way it's it's framed. Yes. What is the one thing we like about our sex life? Yeah, yeah. And I remember getting into lockdown and whatever and talking to uh, Jessica O'Reilly, who's a great sex therapist. And I looked at her about six months in and I said, so for you and your husband, if you don't mind me asking, how's your sex life? She goes, I'm not having it. Any sex? Right. It's lockdown, so that kind of normalized it for everybody a little bit. But now, you know, what, what's the one thing you like about yeah, it? Yeah, a lot of people are going through that. You yeah. know, you're, you're up in the house. Yeah. Um, you're kind of brushing shoulders. Yeah. We're getting annoyed with each other. Right. You know, hairs are growing out of places that we're forgetting to shave. You know, I speak for myself. But you're not, dressing, <laughs> I'm not, not outing you're not anybody. You have to go down for breakfast. Yeah, you know, um, like you know, we, we, no. we got to put a little more gloss on the on the finish. That's right. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. So uh, question number four. Yeah. Um, how have we helped each other through hard times? Once again, one of those things that you just do. Yeah. But you kind of have to go back and address it to remind yourself that, hey, I do have somebody who's there for me. I'm also someone who is there for you. Yeah. And you may forget or take it for granted, not maliciously, yeah. but it needs to be talked about. Yeah, it needs to be talked about. And it's great. It's just like just say, I really appreciated during lockdown that you did this for me, something I didn't know about you that really added to our relationship. How lovely is that as a gift? It's a very good one. Yeah, I like that. Seven questions to help. You uh, strengthen your relationship. Number five is a big one. Oh. Are we still on the same page about monogamy? You know, a lot of times in a lot of couples, people don't understand. One person starts thinking, ah, you know what? Monogamy is not such a big deal to me anymore. <laughs> it is a thing. 
It is a thing in a lot of couples, and of, of all sexes, by the way, too, and all persuasions. And then yeah. they don't check in with their partner and tell yeah. them, hey, oh. I'm feeling different about monogamy. This is how we're going to roll now. And then they go do the thing. Yeah. And uh, they don't have that, that uh, discussion oh. with the partner. I'm out. Yeah. I'm out. Well, I'm out. <laughs> they find out they're there in a throuple. And they, didn't, they didn't know. No, I know. <laughs> that, I, I'm sure some of that is Welcome really Welcome to dating in Toronto. <laughs> is that right? Is I, this that is right? what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> really? Some people just, you know, decide that that's a, a deal breaker for them anymore, but they got to fill the person up. Jim takes the garbage out. Okay. Somebody Thank you for reminding us. <laughs> uh, we'll give you the other two on that list after this. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. The Jump Morning Show. Well, we got done with this. We're going to uh, post these questions so you can grill your partner later today. Uh, we'll or, post or, wait a minute. Can I just soften that? Sure. Review. So you can review. You review. That is a better way to put it. These are seven questions to strengthen your relationship yeah. that you should ask your partner. Number one was, what do we like to do together for fun? Number two was, who takes out the garbage now? Number three, what is one thing we like about our sex life? Number four... How have we helped each other through hard times? Number five, are we still on the same page about monogamy? Number six is... Is what? What is something that is worrying you that you haven't told me about yet? Oh. That's a big question. Yeah, that could be, about, like that. That could be about your relationship or about something else that you wouldn't even imagine. I'll tell you, man, a lot of times in relationships, we are walking around having these arguments or these conversations in our head that never come out in the relationship. Yeah. And we almost trick ourselves into believing that we're talking out an issue with someone that we never speak about. That's right. And we're just walking around grumbling around. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then all of a sudden, you've built up this years, maybe months-long debate that never gets addressed. You got to ask these questions. What is something that is worrying you that we yeah, that you haven't told me about yet? That's a big one. Right. And that would be a therapy session question. Yeah. Yep. So they're asking you to do this with your partner because you've been doing, you've been talking about this to yourself for so long. Yep. The last question is lovely. I like this. How can I help you feel more loved? Important. Take out the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a full circle moment, everybody. Sure. Uh, but how can I feel like more love? Because you've been through, this is just, again, post-lockdown. Mm -hmm. Wow. A test of your relationship with your partner. Yeah. And so what is it that we can, coming out of this kind of change, recalibrate? That's yeah, the word. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And so these are great. These are great. A lot of times people just, we just fly by day, day and night and never have these, these really... Uh, good. I don't want to talk deep, but just these milestone conversations with yeah. our partner. Especially, I would say, mm -hmm. now that we're starting to go back to work, and we and some of us have children and grandchildren. We kept busy, right? All of a sudden, we're busy. We're like, well, wait a minute. Did we re any resolve anything during lockdown? So these questions will post, and I think they're really great questions, mm -hmm. and they're kind questions. Yeah, they are. They are. They're not. They're not accusatory. So uh, follow us at Chum1045 on yeah. Twitter. We'll put those out for you, and uh, let us know how things go. Yeah, and don't feel that you have to do all seven at one sitting, okay? That's a big one, right? Why don't you spread it out? Monday, we're going to do, how do we like to have fun together? And then go from there. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast, Chum 104.5. Podcast.